Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Anyway, but the funniest one for me was a health textbook that... I didn't actually own this textbook, but it was handed out in class. And... Lucky boys lost it. There was a picture of a gymnast, and this gymnast was standing, standing on her tiptoes, with her like arms spread out, like you know, about to do a routine. Lucky boys lost it, and there was this big arch of urine just like spurting forth from this picture. And it had the words, 10 out of 10. There's a rat called Radis. He's a leader of the bunch. A cat called Mardigliana. She's fluffy, but she's tough. Darren, he's a dopey dog. Mix, he's a muddled up, mixed up bunny. This is Monkey Boy, Sweeney Costello, and Mike, and this is uh, episode seven of the Ferals podcast. Hey, that's the first time my full name has been used on this podcast. That's right, John. Sweeney Costello. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. No, no I think I said it once before. I'm the pretty sure I said name. it once before. Hey, I listen back to every single episode, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's the first time that's my true. full name's been I referenced on so. the podcast. It's been on the, like, the review star ratings, but yes, not, that's the, true. not the podcast. Although I've reduced it to Swinney now, but it, it still says it in the author's names if you sign up to the podcast and subscribe to it. The full Swinney Constello name. Huh. <laughs> what am I just- What? Swinney Constello. So do I just- Just Mike? <laughs> under the full name, Mike. It's her oh, surname God. here. Um, so, episode title, School's Out. It opens with Moddy reading a mystery novel. She gets up to the last page- it's a it's a murder mystery, I believe, and then she just reads the end without sp- actually speaking it out and says, "Oh, who would have expected it was him?" And then that was it. And then the rest of the ferals who are going crazy because they can't read. Dun, dun, um, so yeah, dun. we find out that they the rest of them are literate. Moddy, Apart from Moddy, she, Moddy she knows gives, how to read. Gives them murder mystery blue balls. Yeah, mm, I hate that. <laughs> I mean, that's She's that's what it's BH. leading up to, and then it's just like, nah, sorry, not finishing you off. <laughs> not finishing you off. I love it. Uh, she gets called a bum face, um, and then they're all frustrated, and they turn to Robbie and Lenny to actually read the rest of the book. I think they were looking for sp- specifically Robbie, and we also find out that they're still at Joe's place, so this is still the situation. What, what, like, what, I know we spoke about it the other week, but do you guys just think that they must have... Shut down that other set or something? No, because they've Possibly. they've been into the other set, but they just haven't redone it since it was, I guess, technically destroyed. You know, but it, but I just find it weird. Like, why have they done this? What you know? It's just such a strange thing. 
continuity. Do you think it's... Well, do you think it's so that they can always set up Joe, Robbie, and Lenny in the storyline without forcing it? No, I think it's what I mentioned last week. It's because it's... I don't think that Joe's place is set up on the higher rises, so it's easier for scenes when it's the three, Joe, Lenny, and Robbie, to be in one scene. If you notice, when the ferals are there, they're either always in the window, or they're behind the counter, or they might be behind a chair or a couch or something. Yeah, that's true. So I reckon it's that set. It's just easy for them to work on, and it just is convenient for the storyline as well to put them all in the same place. Yeah. Speaking of true. Joe King, it took 22 episodes of the show to finally <laughs> get the joke in the actual episode about his name. Well, that's what I wrote down as well. Like, is this the first time? So the the there's a letter, uh, there's a package addressed to Joe King, and they bring up the whole, "Oh, are you joking? I'm only joking," you know, all that kind of stuff. Swinney, like, is this the first time it's been mentioned? This this uh, this pun? I believe so, and it was actually delivered really well, I thought. And mm. what I was most interested in this scene was that we found out where Joe lives, where the address is of this place. What? On I didn't pa- pick up on that. On the package, it had the address <laughs> to Joe's oh, no address. Yeah. So, they live, or Joe lives at least, 16 mm. Barn Street... Densville. Like, <laughs> no, not. I almost started to talk about no, no, not Dense, and I went, not wait dense. a minute. Wait, wait. Densville. Uh, not dense as in you're dense. Alright, hang on, hang on. Did you look this up yet? No, but it's yeah. dense. Like, d- the package has got dense in it, right? Well, it's D E N T S Ville. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, isn't yeah, it? That's what yeah. they're... It's the pun, right? I believe so, the, yes. Yes. Now, are you looking it up, Mike? I... Look, there is a possibility there is a Dentsville I, somewhere. I've already looked this up, Mike, so don't waste mm. your time. <laughs> no, wait. There, <laughs> is, there, is a, there is a Dentsville in there, the USA. There are two Dentsvilles in the USA, so again, don't okay. waste your time, Mike. Clearly, you're not able to get the same level of detail that I am. <laughs> Damn, too slow. <laughs> yeah, you must you must live in Denseville. Um, <laughs> we so a, did you find anything out about this Denseville? They're both yeah, very small towns, pretty much in the US, but they're very close together when it comes to, I guess, US geography. And I'm thinking if you're gonna name a town, have two Densevilles in the same country, at least have them like on opposite sides of the country. Yeah. So the only okay. thing because that's how they arrange it, right? Know, that's I how know. all these things totally. evolve. Totally. They go to a central body that decides. Oh no, we want you know one place over here, one place. Over there. Now I just love that the picture <laughs> that represents Dentsville in South Carolina in the US. Oh, South is Carolina a, is a building. Now, yeah. Is a building where the most prominent thing on the building is a sign saying "Barbecue Beef Brisket." Mm. Barbecue I just, I just love brisket. how that's like the most important thing. That's good though. I, like I love how Barbecue appropriate beef, beef brisket. When I did the search, for some reason, the map pointed to Dent Middle School. That was the first thing I thought that was quite appropriate, given the theme of the. Because ah. it's right at, right next to Dentsville, as in it's where, where it says Dentsville on the map. Right below that, it says Dent Middle School, which is pretty cool. There you go. Well, I mean, it's a bit better than, uh, you know, we, we obviously have exposure to the west of Melbourne 
And you guys remember if you searched for St. Albans, the, the Google image oh, yeah. search <laughs> would come up with a crime scene. It was like a murder scene, actually, <laughs> as a primary a image. It's <laughs> a primary image. That's where we grew up, folks. <laughs> so if you can understand our warped sense of, uh, you know, perspective, that gives you some insight. Yeah. <laughs> so. Actually, well, just thinking about it, what 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 happens if you search for like Sunshine Victoria? Right, what does Google up. come up with? Just checking it now. Let's oh, just got the map. Yeah, it's pretty boring. There you go. Anyway, move on. <laughs> wow, that's a <laughs> highlight going in the package. Man, I was so happy. I was so excited. Sorry, I thought it would be. Uh, like my theory was that they live in Redfern or something like that, but. Yeah. Not, not actually making a comment about Redfern, to be honest. I just thought that was the area. Red, Redfern. <laughs> Sounds like I am really making well, a Redfern, comment about Redfern, a.k.a. It. Dentsville. It's, uh, it's not it. the best area, I would say. What, Redfern? Yeah. Oh, it's changing a lot. It's like North Melbourne. Anyway, <laughs> there ends our commentary. We, we digress. On, <laughs> on suburbs in Australia. So, yeah, we learned that the ferals can't read um, and that joking has an idea that... Sorry, Given that they can't read... So, I just got to go clarify. On. I know you said that Maudie was reading it, but it's important to say that the ferals can't read, but Maudie can read. So, I just wanted yes. to clarify that to catch us back up. Oh, I thought, I, I thought I'd made that clear at the start, but okay, I apologise if I haven't. Just, just um, catch I people wasn't, up. I wasn't reading my notes properly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, we have Joe who's realised that the ferals can't read, ex-Maudie. Um, and then there's this concept of a school inspector... Are there actual school... There's no such thing no. as school inspector, surely. No, well, I... Only, yeah. I was just going to okay. say, the only thing you could say a school inspector is if a teacher is nominated to go past, a, say, a house to find out why a kid hasn't gone to school in two weeks or something. But that's Is that not a, a teacher's job? Well, I mean, who are you going to give it to? You're going to... In a school, usually it's probably maybe the best person suited at dealing with those kind of difficult situations. So. I thought it would be like a social services person or something. Yeah, yeah but, but if you notice, uh, you know, including our past history at secondary school, a lot of those secondary mm. roles are just given to teachers anyway. So Yeah, that's true. Like careers yeah, advisors. Like, oh, and we say teachers in quotes. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I didn't say teachers in quotes. I say teachers in quotes. We had like a cu- a handful of okay teachers. In fact, some of them were quite good teachers, but the I would probably say over fifty percent were just what the hell. There were some dodgy teachers. There were like ridiculously dodgy teachers. Like Dude, ser- seriously, you could randomly walk teachers. down the street, pick a random person, and there are more than likely a better teacher than some of the teachers we had. I just these people right, like this mic. Th- I was just going to say yeah. that I love the idea of a woodwork lessons to show class Titanic. <laughs> I know yeah. all the Simpsons. Yeah. Or, or, all right, have it this. Anyway. Have it this, Winnie. If I, if I if I could arrange this, that you know, just say tomorrow Monday school day. I don't know if it is or isn't a school day, but just say it is. And I said that at seven a.m. Mike wakes up and he has to go teach a class. Hello. Would Mike teach that class better than say fifty percent of the teachers that we got educated by at high school? You asking me? Swinney? Yeah, yeah, I'm asking you. I'm saying, no, if I, I said it's 7am... No, but look, there's... How could you not say yes to that? <laughs> to the ones that we got taught by? No, of course not. I don't agree Really? With you really? You reckon I would do a worse job than, say, Miss <laughs> Wright? 
Well, I said hey, 50%. First of all, okay, yeah, fair enough, I don't have an ass as nice as she did. You said 50%, and I don't okay, have, have with that number. How about we dial it down? Okay, Where's the okay, breaking point on this? Let's how about a third? a third? Miss Wright, <laughs> Miss Papademus, <laughs> Miss Atsumakis. I could have done a better job than any of those, and that's about 50% of the teachers we had. <laughs> I don't anyway, know. Anyway, I may not have a nice as ass as they did. <laughs> just, just, just as a very, very tiny little addition, the one cool thing is we had pretty hot teachers. I'll give them that. <laughs> who's the hottest teacher? Pretty, pretty, pretty hot. I, I don't want this to become. No, who's a the hottest teacher? Anyway, anyway, whatever. <laughs> so they're all pretty nice. <laughs> Joe's got this idea of bringing in the school inspector to investigate the ferals ex modi. Um, because, you know, if they fail the test, then they have to be sent to school. Um, and we learn about why school's so bad from Radis's cousin. Uh, do you remember the name of this cousin, Mike? Oh, I do. No, John does. Oh, Swinny, Swinny, what is it? <laughs> That's like, I do, and Mike's like, John does. <laughs> it's what Pat, is it, Swinny? It's, Pat, it's Pat's Ratso. Pat's Ratso. Wasn't so he featured in a previous introduced- episode? No, no, that was like Radis's uncle or cousin or something. Okay, a different I'm, cousin, wasn't it? We uh. have been introduced to Fats Ratso. This is Pat. Oh, yeah, Fats Ratso. Yeah. So right. what I thought, I would love an entire spin-off series about Radis's cousins. You could have, <laughs> you could have Grumpy Ratso, Nyan Ratso, Keyboard Ratso, and Dramatic Ratso. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where you're going with that for a second. <laughs> then it said Nyan. <laughs> <laughs> See, dramatic awesome. ratso would it just be like dun, 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 and just turns at the camera. <laughs> what I do enjoy is when they have so this is is this the second or third time that we've seen Radis dressed up as another version of a Radis? Because if you remember there was the American and then there was a French Radis in the eating competition. Yeah. Yeah, but they weren't his that I guess they weren't. They weren't relatives, yeah. That yeah, no no no. No, no I'm not saying that. The same I'm just saying yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I'm just saying, like, times that we've seen Radis as other th- people. Like, it's not actually Radis. So, this yeah. would have to be the third, I'm pretty sure. Because we never saw like, Fats Radis. I like how the other... We'll obviously get into this sequence a bit more, but the the yeah. other ferals in this sequence, including uh, Pat's Ratso, they all had hair. So, it was really weird seeing Darren with a hat on with black hair <laughs> underneath. So, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, Darren. It was like, I don't know, probably like... I don't know. What's a random name? Another random Bogan name. Uh, Bevan. Bevan. There we go. Perfect. It was Bevan and... That's a very good... Bevan? That should be his cousin. And Sh- Sh- Shirley. <laughs> I don't know. She had the pigtails. Like, Shirley Temple. I'm sure she had pigtails. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very cool. So, Actually, Sh- getting into Shirley this... Shirley Temple's probably famous for having short hair, and I say she's got pigtails. But... No, I think you're thinking of... Oh no, I can't even think of any ponytail one. Anyway, anyway, moving on. So, we have this uh, little vision. I love this scene. And, you know, I don't know why, but I was expecting... Because it's obviously Radis's puppet, but it's uh, Pat's Ratso. And Radis is recollecting the uh, the experience that he had at school, because he had to go to school and how bad it was. Uh, for some reason, I was expecting it to sound like Radis still. But the voice... Can you do an impression of what the voice sounded like, Mike? Of Pat no, no, because I didn't memorize it. <laughs> it was I just kind of like I can't do yeah, an impression, on, but I it I can confirm that it was a different voice actor. 
Oh, you think it was a different voice actor? No, it, it is. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's short. Oh, it was, was it in the credits? Or? It was a, yeah, it was in the credits and on IMDb. A guy oh, by the name of Sean Masterson. Okay. Oh, <laughs> a guy by the name of Sean Masterson that is, okay. was also a puppeteer on things like uh, Farscape. And I think he did work, animatronic work on Babe. And oh, like really? Yeah. Do you know who he played in Farscape? Oh, I have no idea. Sorry, I like, don't know. Much it was about he that one show, of the main so. characters in Farscape? No, he. I'm. He was a puppeteer. I don't know. I don't know what. what okay. Were there puppets on Farscape that were main characters? Yeah, yeah, I have they no were. Idea. Yeah, they were. Yeah. It's really Luke Farscape really liked is a it. good show. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I think it's yeah. got a big cult following. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That was okay. Well, you you got to suck it up because we're doing the. Farscape podcast after this one. Right. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> um, How many episodes yeah. has Farscape got? Oh, not, many. not a lot. Oh, no, no. Actually, <laughs> no, 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 no. They rebooted it. They did reboot it. So, or like re kicked it off, whatever you call it. So, I think it actually has a few more episodes than well, I remember. Well, I still think but, um, the, nec- the next podcast we do should be the Roger Ramjet uh, podcast. <laughs> Roger Ramjet. I like Roger Ramjet. Anyway, so... What we'd have to do is, is cut the exact same, like, half of the podcast each time because it's the same thing every single episode, so... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, you should just pick a show that is almost exactly the same storyline each time and do <laughs> reviews on that. But anyway, um, I, I, I love this whole little scene. It's like the camera angles were really extreme and... Like, the camera is constantly swaying around, like, indicating how stressed out Pat's Ratso was. It, it looks like, like he was horror, going to a pri- private school or something. It looks like a horror dream sequence, like in uh, mm. Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Elm, Street <laughs> Elm Street style uh, things. <laughs> and then we had this teacher who was, like, yelling at Pat's Ratso, who may or may not appear later in the episode. Actually, she's from Home and Away, right, this teacher? Well, yeah. I probably should just... If, if you're talking about Australian actors, I guess they've all been on Home and Away, so that's not really indicating but anything. Home and Away is not her most iconic role, though. Mike, it's, is it, do you remember? Is it, oh, okay, go, yeah, go on, go on. Uh, Mike, do you know what her most iconic I think I know what it is. role is? No, but I've seen her in quite a few things. But no, I wouldn't know what her, her most iconic role is. Can I Can I guess it? Because I don't know. Yeah. But I think I know what it is. And, and, it, and it's a good link to this podcast <laughs> Mike you are the weakest link <laughs> oh, is that right oh yeah correct correct she <laughs> yes she yeah, was she the was. host of the weakest link okay yeah, the Australian version obviously for people that are getting confused <laughs> yeah true good point I do okay. remember now um, can I just ask in this sequence do you guys uh, did you guys catch the word that she was trying to get Radis to uh, spell out. No. Oh, I can't remember. No. Well, you can't see the. And whole you, are you going to ask us to spell it? I'm worried. No, about. no. I'm I'm going to ask you guys to try to pronounce it. This isn't the whole word, but this yep. is what I could try to get from it. So I've just pasted it into the chat. Okay. And Mike, uh, can you please <laughs> have like an attempt to try to pronounce awesome. pronounce this word first? Anti disestablishmenta. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's not right, but it's pretty good. Why did you put an A at the end? Isn't because it just an anti-disestablishment? No, there uh, was an A and there was other words. Actually, sorry, uh, I say you're okay. not right. To be honest, you're probably right. Now that I've had a look. <laughs> it's just the default answer. Wrong. <laughs> I was just... Is that an actual word? Weird. No, it was a fake big long word. And there's... 
I didn't catch the start of it and the end of it, but Monkey Boy, well, Mike's got it, so he kind of ruined the bit, so... Sorry. Screw you, Mike. You, you're expecting me to fail, and then you were going to make a joke about my failure, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, right. so there, it's not an actual word, though. No, it's not right? an actual word, but, but okay. the point was she was trying to get Radis to say what the word was, so... Because I just saw that this word is an actual word. That's a pretty long word. A bull, bull crap. Then that must be the word that... <laughs> that, that was probably it, actually, yeah. Are you <laughs> kidding me? That a, is not a, a, a real bull, word. A bull crap. Anti-establishmentarianism. <laughs> hey, wow. That's a really good uh, fake voice there, Mike. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. God. Oh, that know, must be a word then. I thought it was a big long Anti- fake word. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. 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 <laughs> I don't know why I find that so it's funny. It's a political position that developed in the 19th century Britain in opposition to liberal proposals for the disestablishment of the Church of England. Wow. Ah, so this is going back to uh, the Tudor age, isn't it? I'm speechless. Let's let's. <laughs> this let's is getting off, yes. insanely off track. This podcast, like way off like, track. We're we're going back to school <laughs> with this kind of stuff. So yeah. So uh, the whole point of this is we're trying to establish. Well, we're trying to establish. Are we writing the show now? Um, they're, they're trying to establish that school's really scary. That I want to go to school. So Which now the sounds a really good message to kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I guess I keep going back to, as uh, Swinney points out, what Mel was saying. It's written for that 12 to 13-year-old boy who would yeah. hate school, right? Totally. Although, I don't think I hated school. We didn't do no, that much No, I don't think school, we did. So how could you hate it? <laughs> I guess it would be better. When I think about it, school would have sucked if you had to actually do homework and, and learn and do tests and all that kind of stuff. That's but a good point. We'd really have to do any learning, did we? Some of the funniest <laughs> really. memories I've ever had were from school. And one I was actually oh, yeah. thinking about today after watching this episode. <laughs> Monkey Boy, do you remember a certain uh, textbook in a health class? <laughs> Is this the one where there were a lot of additions to it? Okay. So, back in high school, um, a lot of people used to have secondary textbooks because, you know, it was expensive to buy new <laughs> textbooks and whatnot. And often that would come at the price of the drawings and characters having uh, a certain uh, edits to them. So, we had, a, like, I had an Italian textbook. I think it was the Avanti, Avanti, Avanti. style of textbook. Avanti. With, Avanti, Giorgio, estupido. Um, and it was like they had the characters had penises drawn on all their foreheads. <laughs> Open the window for penis on my forehead. That's all I and remember the best from Italian class. Apri finestra. Apri la porta. Apri la finestra. Apri la porta. Like I'm saying it like Mario. <laughs> anyway, but the funniest one for me was a health textbook that. I didn't actually own this textbook, but it was handed out in class. And Monkey Boy lost it. There was a picture of a gymnast, and this gymnast was standing, standing on her tiptoes, with her like arms spread out, like you know, about to do a routine. Monkey Boy lost it. 
And there was this big arch of urine just, like, just spurting forth from this picture. And it had the words, 10 out of 10. No, you, no, no, it, had, it was going into, like, a toilet. Oh, I'm pretty sure the person drew a toilet as well. And it was this perfect stream. <laughs> it just says 10 out of 10. It was just so perfect. It's seriously one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, God. Whoever did that out there, a genius. Very oh, funny. it was brilliant. But it's true, actually. Like, I know it sounds really bad, but high school, we learned so little. It was incredible how, how bad the teaching was. I... I I totally agree with Mike on this one, um, but it was awesome though. We had the, the most amount of fun. It was like I, there was—it's impossible to match that kind of fun because every day we're just mucking around <laughs> doing stuff. Pretty much. So how can you beat that? It's like ridiculous. Of course you can't beat that. Um, but yeah, that was funny. I—I I hadn't thought about that for such a long time, <laughs> so I'm glad that that came up. That was that was really funny. Anyway. Um, so what do we have? So yeah, the ferals are faced with a decision. I like how we're like thirty minutes into this, and we're like three minutes into the episode. The episode. <laughs> it's going to be a long one. Um, so now the ferals are faced with a decision: either they uh, go to, go to school or become, as I would say, Joe's slaves. Indentured um, so they decided uh, to be. Yeah, yes, that's what I wrote as well. Right, they were indentured to Joe. Did you guys hear recently, sorry, you know, because we're making such progress in this review, (laughs) (laughs) that there was recently on that note, uh, like a school book or history book for like Texas high schools Hmm. that Mm -hmm. pretty much said, uh, said the slave trade that they were workers with immigrant workers. (laughs) And pretty much completely glossed over history and, and reworded the slaves as workers, immigrant workers. Wow. Was that to try to be politically correct and not offend people by writing the word slaves or something? But how's that like politically correct? Oh, all I know is apparently there was this big uproar about it and it got, yeah. it got taken out of circulation or something. Good. So, yeah. Actually, it reminds me of this uh, episode in Broad City, which is a great show, by the way. You should watch it if you haven't. Um, mm. And there's two Jewish characters who are the main characters, these two females, and then one of them is sort of seeing this black guy. And it's based in New York, and they're looking at the Statue of Liberty, and they're like, oh, wow, it's amazing to think all of our, you know, ancestors have gone through Ellis Island and, you know, gone to this nation. And then it just turns to the black guy and goes, my family didn't. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> that's a really weird thing. Like, when you're over there in America, they don't really talk about it. Like, we went to... Like, I've been to Washington, New York, like, all over the States, Philadelphia. And it's kind of like, of course, the whole, you know, slave thing is huge in, in ingrained in the culture, but they actually don't really talk about it that much in the museums and all the places you can go. Interesting. It's... it's Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. So, I'm not that surprised, especially in Texas, that they're changing... Changing the textbooks just like uh, the Japanese do uh, about World War Two. So hmm. anyway, we're we're totally off off charts. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Ferals have now got that decision, and they decide to be Joe's slaves uh, or immigrant workers, like uh, what would be correct in Texas. <laughs> um, so we have. I, I do. You, do you guys like this little montage? I know you're not a huge fan of montages, Swinny, but did did you like it? Mike? I loved it. The little montage of all of them doing little things, like. But what I, I thought was disgusting loved it. is that Darren was licking the dirt off Joe's boots. That's what dogs do, though. It's not disgusting for dogs. What? 
What do you mean they lick the the dirt off the boots? Yeah, they eat anything. They like whatever. They don't give a shit. They're dogs. <laughs> That's I what dogs know what do. Mean, I didn't like this montage because I felt that each shot went for way too long. Because it was a montage, but it was like a super fast sped up montage. But it oh. kind of looked mm. like Evil Dead stop motion style. It was a bit awkward. Oh. Damn, but I thought the opposite. I thought it was great. I like the style though. I love the way I they gonna, did it. What I was going to say I, I though, look, is can that... I, can I just say, I like the style, but I agree they should have done, showed them doing more things, like different things. So you know, with all the time it took, they should have shown yeah. them do showed them do six different things. Not it was almost like they kept on showing them do the same thing. Like we saw Radis folding the laundry like three different times, which I mm. thought was a bit weird. But yeah, but what I did, what I did like about it, and this is purely from the fact that we're doing this podcast and we kind of think a bit more about this show, is the amount of puppetry work that would have had to gone into it. So it exactly impressed me. what I thought. It impressed me from that standpoint, but from a purely Entertainment standpoint, I didn't really like it much. So, but it's a small thing. Yeah, so. it's from a technical good, perspective, so. brilliant. I I noticed that as well. I just thought, wow, this is so good the way they've done it. Well, do you know what I thought was interesting about it? The music in it it reminded me of like a, a NES oh, yeah. game. Yes. Ah, yeah. That too. I I I I know because <laughs> is that, I, is that I, your O sound, Mike? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I just want to like oh my god! The, oh my god! Oh my god! Anyway, so go on. No, because I wrote that down too. I thought the music and the puppetry was just so well done. And the music in the entire episode yeah. was brilliant. Like, it just, it fits so good. So, yeah. No, I agree. Well done. Um. All right. So, oh, and then we have, like, Modi laying down like a model. She's being a bitch to all the ferals. And then we see the introduction uh, of, knowledge is you know, power, Lenny's invention... <laughs> Lenny's and in- yeah, exactly. Lenny's invention for this episode, which you know, as we all know, it's going to be the center of the episode and can, save them in the I, end, as it always does. Can I say what it was called? Yep. Yep. Go on. It was called the digital perv cam. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad, right? Yeah, I wrote Lenny, comma spy <laughs> camera, comma. This guy is getting creepier. <laughs> the only thing is, unlike his previous inventions, I'm pretty sure back in 1995, those things existed already. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just something you buy a J car. I don't know if the no, tiny no, one did. The, no, the first no one, way. maybe. But the second one, definitely not. That was way too You reckon a, a tiny camera on... Oh, this, this predates Google Glass, I guess. Do you reckon a tiny camera on on glasses didn't exist before that? I reckon it did. No, it didn't exist. I don't not, the so. tini- not the tiny one. I think the bigger one could have. But remember, this is this is a year, as I talked about a couple of podcasts ago, this is a year that the internet only started becoming really publicly available. That This is a year that Windows 95 came out, you know, where you've got to think of it in oh, terms That's of true. I guess this is two-thirds of our lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, this is 20 years ago, and it's like what Swinney was saying, like, World Wide Web was only massively available in 1995. Yeah, yeah. So... I remember that. Yeah. I remember Netscape nah. 1.0 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Old one we used to um, use. So, no, no, I I don't think that, you know, this was very common, but it's so creepy. It's like, he's got this spy camera there, not telling anyone yeah, that he's, he- like, filming them, and he's watching, and ah, this guy's it crazy. Is, but he used it for good in a bad way. If that makes sense. He didn't use it in a creepy way. He used it to help the ferals out. I <laughs> you know. That was pretty good. He could have used well, it to spy on people, but he didn't. It wasn't even implied but, that it would be useful for something like that. 
He's all. He's always trying to get Robbie to f- to look at the camera as if he's testing whether she can see it or not. <laughs> I mean, did you notice that in this episode? Yep. <laughs> Who, by the way, looked smoking hot with glasses. Okay. Okay. So can I say? Can I say? We we you know fashion trends come and go. Would would Robbie in her full attire in this episode, including her glasses, would she look strange if she was walking? down, you know, Newtown in Sydney or Fitzroy in Melbourne. Not today, no. <laughs> Completely Because what does what does she look yeah. like, Mike? A female hipster, I guess, is probably the best way. <laughs> she looks like her. a hipster, man. Yeah. Full on. You know who she, and she even said of... Yeah, go. Sorry, go. No, you go. No, no. All, all I was going to say is that, because I know we find out later in the episode that she does have problems seeing, but at the start, it didn't make the way she spoke, it sounded like she actually could see. She was just wearing it for fashion. Did you guys think that? Because she goes, oh, I don't need glasses. I don't need them anyway. So if you guys are laughing at me, I don't need them. So I was actually thinking, see, she's even wearing the glasses just to look cool. <laughs> Not because she actually needs them. I'm like, this is crazy. This is 20 years. So many predictions in this show, I've noticed. But anyway, I, what were you saying, Sweeney? I don't know why, but she kind of rem- reminded me of Velma from Scooby-Doo. But when uh, I looked it up, uh, I, re- I realized that Velma had square glasses. But and I looked realized totally that different. No, uh, yeah, no, I think a not lot the of hair, differences. not the hair, the glasses. But <laughs> the hair, the look. <laughs> no, but let me just say, I—that's what I initially thought. Then when I typed in Velma in Google Image Search, I'm like, okay, no. But what I found when I typed Velma in Google Image Search is that for some reason, <laughs> she's like a beacon for. People that love big, beautiful women. Like, there's so many fan arts of Velma where she's just like this gigantic, massive fat (laughs) character. Wow. What is is going on with this character? There's just. Wait, was Velma fat? No. It's just. She wasn't fat, so I don't get it. That's so weird. I don't know. It's just. Look, I'm. I don't know what's up with Google Image Search. I know there's a lot of weird stuff out there, but there just seem well, to be a I, lot of images. Can I, can I just say, Google Image? Oh, so Google Search does take into account what you normally search for, like as an individual user. So not oh, saying anything, but oh, you know, yeah, because I'm totally, totally <laughs> looking for the BBWs. Because when Those I search glasses, for Velma yeah. online, it comes up with Asian versions of Velma. So you know, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> well. <laughs> You may or may not have an Asian girlfriend. <laughs> well, that was the second page. All the all the first page had dogs dressed up as Velma, so Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's move right along. Um yeah. well, okay. hang on, we should we should probably explain that just in case. He works in pet insurance. <laughs> no. There's a, there's a good reason for this. <laughs> so Okay. I, all right, Mike. Is this the hottest that Robbie has looked? Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. I think it is. I think gonna, it is. I'm into the short hair now. I'm into the short hair. Yeah. I think the short hair with the glasses, yeah, that's where it's at. How about, how about you, Swinney? Uh, she was very attractive in this episode. I will but say, was it, though... Was it the whoa. most attractive for how she's looked? I've I've never heard Probably. John say a woman is attractive in my entire life. <laughs> Ever. Have you? Like, this is the first time. This is what this is a revelation. Well, if you actually bother well, to it depends how big to they are. Pod- if you buy yeah, or how, how many legs you have, um, Mike, if you bother to actually ever listen to our podcast, I'm the first person that brought that. it up in our podcast. Oh. So, oh, yeah, right yeah, back exactly. at Robbie you, Sunshine. Yeah, but who listens to our podcast? Come on. <laughs> what loser would do that? Hey, we're getting a lot of listens to, to now. Um, you know, that's wrong. We've got a growing audience. 
Hey, I've been waiting for like two, two, big build up. Lenny's? Four? Lenny's no, reaction. No, one Warmer? <laughs> Five? Lenny's reaction to Robbie with the glasses was, I thought, was priceless. It was just <laughs> like a really good. What did he like, say? Reaction. I don't remember it. Yeah, what did he say? No, his expression, like his reaction. He didn't say anything. Uh, it was like it was like kind of reaction. So yeah, that's oh, true. That sounds yeah, like yeah, sounds like Rocky. Kind of- Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> We could just have a highlight show of all your impressions. I love it. That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> I reckon that's your best impression for the show. Hey, Adrian. Um, no, <laughs> okay, no, stop. No, not so much. <laughs> I just like, within minutes, it's going more retard. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, man, you're throwing me off. Yeah, I think Lenny in this season is actually way different to the last season. He's sort of like, doesn't have as many lines, but he's way more expressive. Yeah. And like, really so, sort of got some personality there. So, uh, so what be- do we have wait, wait, before, we jump ahead, before we jump ahead, before we jump ahead, before we steam ahead. Yeah, it's gone. Did you see how, <laughs> how when Joe complimented Robbie, Robbie's like, Ooh, I thank you. Oh, and then yeah, like an idiot, he had to well. make that stupid, dumb joke. He had the in, he was so in, <laughs> but bam, he just he needed to say, shit, do you want to get some oh. coffee? Like slapping him, but the thing about Joe, he he needed to do that in this episode because this episode he brought his doucheness back. He was on fire this episode. Yep. To me, I've missed this side of Joe. This is the Joe that we. (laughs) This douche is on fire. (laughs) No, (laughs) this is the the character we're introduced. That's that's alarming. Yeah this this is the character we're introduced to in the first episode of this whole thing. You know, and Joe's just that douchey side has kind of died off a bit. So that's true. That's true. This that. is more. This is authentic Joe King. <laughs> authentic <laughs> original Joe. Mm. <laughs> and the authentic original, hundred percent real, made in Australia Joe. So we have Robbie, who's got her headlights, uh, headlights, her car that look like car headlights, her car who, <laughs> oh Jesus, her look like glasses a, that yeah. look like car headlights because they keep um, saying car headlights. That's the joke. Yeah, I know. I just wrote it like five times. Um, and then we have Joe who's put his magical letter into, I don't know, like his outgoing letters. I don't know. Cause it's so weird. Like we don't use letters anymore. I can't even really remember the flow. We don't even use outgoing emails in the past. It's really weird. <laughs> like, did anyone ever have okay. outgoing letters or messages or emails or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like, I want to write an email or send a letter. I'll do it now. That's it. It's gone. I've never postponed that crap. Why would you postpone sending that stuff? Well, I said I never said outgoing emails, but outgoing letters. You had outgoing letters. Mean? Yeah, you have incoming letters and outgoing letters. So you have a at pile home of things that are coming in and a pile of things that are going out that you need to go post sometime because that's like a batch process, right? Uh, <laughs> right. I guess. Mike anyway. can't understand the concept. <laughs> Like, I'm sure there's people that do that. I've just... Maybe when we used to get more letters, maybe. Now it's mostly bills that are coming in. And, like, maybe once a year, one letter that I send, if that. Yeah, but usually most of the letters we get these days, the call to action on the letters is to do something on the web or phone or something. Yeah. So, So what, do you guys have, like, an outgoing list of going on the internet to reply to letters? You keep track well, I don't of. get many letters that I need to action anymore. 
Okay. What about emails? Do you guys have like an outgoing list of emails? No. Like you queue them up and then you do a batch process? <laughs> no, or because- Or do you just go straight away, bam? No, because the thing is, if you write a letter in the old days, it's not like you're going to write the letter, put it in an envelope, and then walk down to the post office and post it. You're going to put it in a pile, you know? You're not going to go do that straight away. You might need to go do something else. It could be a distance away. You might have to drive to the post office to post a letter. Okay, I get that. What do you not understand? I guess it makes <laughs> no, sense in 1995. Happy <laughs> 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 Penis on my forehead. <laughs> it's me, Rocky. Oh, All right, <laughs> moving on. So, yeah, okay. So, moving on. Um, now they're even... Do you think that they made the Ferals look like slaves in the next scene? Where we've got Mixie and they've all got their, their head bandanas Dude, or you're whatever seeing, you call you're them. you're seeing... You're seeing... You're seeing black music. You're seeing blackface. <laughs> You're seeing shit. No, they didn't. They uh, no. They looked okay. like they looked like cleaners. Yeah. So oh, they look. Like I cleaners. could understand how he could see them as slaves, monkey boy. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I, I think if they sung a song while they were doing it, then I would be right. Like, but I'll, I'll give you guys the benefit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then I we love, have this scene I love where, how that, yeah, that movie, sorry, um, I think "Song of the South" has never yeah. been released in the like the last thirty years or something because of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you go all the way back. It's actually interesting. There's all these um. Not is it Looney Tunes or is it Mickey Mouse? I can't remember. During World War Two, mm-hmm. they were forced to make anti-Nazi uh, movies, and huh. it's hard to actually get copies of them. I think they have some of them on YouTube. So I think if you look for like Looney Tunes Nazi or like, <laughs> you might be you might come to the attention of the Australian Federal Police. But um, it's for research and, purposes. You know, or like Disney Nazi or something like that. They've got these crazy movies that they made. They're actually really like out there. It's very weird stuff. But anyway, um, so wow. in this scene it's we have... propaganda, isn't it? Because it is. It's a form of propaganda, right? Of course it is. Yeah. Oh, no, of course not. Fascinating. <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah. exactly. What do you mean? I no, they're trying to win an, uh, an Oscar that, with it. <laughs> I need that Nicolas Cage face. You know, the... You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> All right. We're, we're way off track. Um, so we have the scene here where... All the ferals are doing work, and Radis hits Moddy on the head. Uh, not Moddy, Mixie on the head, because she said something stupid. But then she came up with an idea um, about getting other people to teach Ding. them. Uh, how's this an idea? Like, surely they they thought, you know, of course they want to be taught how to read. I don't know. Anyway, maybe I'm getting a bit too mean. Um, and then, yeah, we so we have this bit where Radis says that he's never going to suck up to Moddy. And then he gets called on by Joe. Wait, and then wait, the next wait, thing wait. you see him. Yeah, go. Sorry, before go we on. move on, my, one of my favorite parts of the episode is when okay, Jen I says, know what you're say. Yeah, hit me too, and I'll, uh, I might get an idea. And he hits him. <laughs> all, all that happens is you hear a fart noise, and there's an empty thought bubble. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the fart noise. I thought it was funny. That I was chuckled good. at that. that. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's true. So, the idea is to get Moddy to teach the ferals how to read. Um, and Radis, you know, decides, I oh, know he is going to suck up to Moddy because, you know, he'd rather do that than be Joe's slave. So we see them all like sucking up to Moddy. I think what she gets like flowers and chocolates. And then Darren has to say something nice, which was kind of amusing. I guess it's like, you know, Darren's character of actually trying to say the right thing, but then says the, 
gives away the plan. <laughs> Have you guys noticed? This is like such a common theme in this entire show. Well, yeah. Darren, Darren, Darren is time. like the key person, the key person to implement the final stage of any plan. So in this episode, you know, he's the key guy later. And however, how, how many episodes have we had it? So Darren is like the key guy that has to do something. Like, set something well, on fire pick him. or, or he throw something it up. They should yeah. just, they should just exclude him from everything. I would, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if we were to write an episode, you know how we've spoken about this a lot. There's a couple of things that has to happen in the episode for it to be like, to tick off the Feral's box, right? One is, of course, Lenny has to invent some digital blank that is the key thing that saves them all at the end. Would you all agree? Yes. Yep. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and the other thing I think <laughs> I is that Darren has to be, <laughs> Darren has to be the key instrument to that plan at the end. I think that that's also yes. a key thing. And can we have time travel? Yeah. I like the idea of time travel. Cool. There we hasn't been a time travel. It'd be a digital time travel machine. But I thought we were listing things that we had to include because they were standard Feral's tropes, you know? Yeah. So, Swinney's right. You're off track already trying to think of an episode. I think if we were to do it, we should do one. There should be... What I think it should be is that the one button moves all the time forward five minutes and the other button moves the time backwards five minutes. That's a good idea. Or one minute or whatever, you know. But, like, in discrete amounts. Or what we do... You like that idea? What we do is... You mentioned Primer last episode. What we do (laughs) is we insert... The ferals into Primer's storyline, and then try to do an audio <laughs> version, and hope that it makes more sense than the actual film version. <laughs> that that film, it wasn't like it didn't make any sense. That's a it good was film. it I was like hard to follow for like we well, have to watch to, it a couple of times. You had to watch it a couple of times. Well, his follow up film, you can't even understand it at all. It's, you know, there's some writers who are like that, where they just go over the top and then you're just like, I don't even understand this film at all. It doesn't even feel like it has a meaning. But anyway, um, so, okay, where are we up to? We're up to the bit where they're trying to suck up to Moddy. Can you remember what Darren said to Moddy? said something like, oh, you know, you're pretty smart for ugly, dumb, old flea bag or something like that, right? Was that Darren or Raddus? No, I'm pretty sure it was Darren. Darren had to... Say, say say something nice. I think Radis oh, okay. bought her flowers and Moddy bought chocolates from memory. Ah, uh, Mixie. I keep on saying well, Mixie Moddy. Radis called her beautiful, which he kind of struggled That's to true. say. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, okay. We go back to uh, Joe's place where we see that Robbie is still struggling to see. She doesn't want to put on the glasses because <laughs> people say she doesn't look good, but I think she looks pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um... And she goes to grab the electricity bill and post it. See, Mike, this is, you know, the process. She grabs it from the right. pile. <laughs> and um, and it, remi- it actually reminded me of, like, being a kid going uh, to the post office with my mom to pay the bills. Oh, like, this is what so. you used to do back in the day. It's like life mm-hmm. used to suck, man. Like, these days, it's just what? direct debit from your account. That's awesome. That didn't suck. It was a social experience. Made you do exercise. Social experience. It wasn't a social experience. You see all these crazy people the around sunshine. You get to meet crazy no, people. You get to get stabbed. It was an adventure yeah, exactly. and a half. <laughs> hey, did you hear what? <laughs> was it Robbie that said, how am I supposed to see that? It's tiny. 
Oh boy, have yeah. I heard that a lot in my life. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, that was in reference to Lenny's even smaller spy cam. Which, again, I'm, you know, this guy is just testing her out for later. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, that sounds really menacing. <laughs> testing her out for later. <laughs> what is he doing? Okay, I'll ask you, why is he... Why has he got a spy cam? Because why has he got a spy cam? What's what the point? You could use a spy anything. cam. Yeah, you could use it for anything. What are you talking about? No, maybe cheating on something. Why does he make a digital fart machine? Why does yeah. he make a digital sound amplifier or whatever? He no, does a lot of them. He does say things. why he does it. He's like, this is going to do this and this is going to do that. But He's this one, he didn't say anything. He just did it, Robbie. <laughs> In the shower or wherever. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, this is where she's going to grab the electricity bill. But what we realize is that she's grabbing the letter that Joe wrote to the school inspector to come and, you know, test the ferals to see if they actually should be going to school or not. Um, so that's quite an important plot point that I usually don't point out <laughs> in these episodes. Um, so in the next thing we see Robbie, uh, Moddy is teaching the ferals. Do you guys, like, was there anything funny in this bit? Mm. I can't really... I didn't laugh from memory. I don't know. You guys? You remember uh, anything Robbie funny? Was, when Robbie was teaching. No, Moddy. I said, sorry, Moddy, oh, Moddy. was teaching. Um, yeah, no, sorry. Um, really. I keep on saying everything else. The, the only well, important thing things. that we learn... Well, two things. Yeah, on. One, that I like the, the subtle commentary that it sucks that we're forced to learn stuff. I thought that came out of this. <laughs> Okay. And secondly, which is probably what you were going to say, the important thing that we'll learn is that Moddy sucks at maths. Like, completely, totally yeah, sucks at maths. Yeah, she can't do maths. Yeah. 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 And this, like, actually, I really like Moddy in this season. Maybe it is the puppet, how it's a bit more, you know, expressive now. Like, the eyes can open really big. Because there's a few scenes where, you know, she's like, her eyes are lighting up when they're talking about maths and how much she hates it. Um, but yeah, I think the whole thing is that in the end, she quits. She doesn't want to teach them. And she hates mathematics. So, then they're left to think, oh, you know... And it's through Darren getting hit in the head that he has an idea that he's going to get Lenny, Robbie, and Keith to teach the ferals how to read. So, we see a montage of of them trying to teach, uh, like, Radis, and then teach Mixie, and teach Darren, and Joe's looking for them, and can trying just, to, you know, get them to do stuff. Can I just say, when Joe's looking for Radis, you may. and he, yep. he shouts out... Something like, wow, where are your rat features or something? That's not really an insult for a rat, is it? To say that a rat has rat features. It's like saying <laughs> your dog looks like a dog. <laughs> where are your dog features? <laughs> Pointless. <laughs> well, I've got a puppy. I call him dog face and dog head all the time. So, See, there's, the nickname, there's, I guess. there's nothing derogatory around that because it's just it's no. true. He has a dog head and he has dog face. No, exactly. Exactly, exactly. What is a male dog? Is it a sire? Is that right? I don't know. Uh, sounds right. I'm not sure. Let's move on. Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, so there's <laughs> two clips that I want I'm pretty sure it's a sire, S-I-R-E. Anyway, um, so there's two clips that I wanted to play in this bit, so when they're getting taught. One is, uh, what, because they're reading this book, and the book's like... John helps people or something like John that. John helps it's his called, mother. It's called John helps his mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I thought it's worth pointing out that two out of the three people who host this podcast have John in their name. 
<laughs> so it's kind of appropriate, I guess. I know. Uh, Mike, I do like this clip. Mike John Crotch. <laughs> exactly. Actually, sorry, um, Roch. I've, Roch, what am I saying? It's Roch. <laughs> Thank you. Mike John Roch. Exactly. Mike John Hunt. Um, so, yeah, I, I might extract this and use it when I need to. So I'll just play it now. The house. This John guy's definitely not normal. <laughs> Very appropriate. <laughs> I, also, I also like how uh, in the first little clip of Keith teaching Darren, he's like, try it again, you ning nong. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I was going to play that bit. Oh, okay. Well, just can <laughs> wait, I just wait, ask wait. before you play it, ning nong. Yeah. Is, is that a common insult? I've, I haven't really heard that. Oh, yeah. My my family have said that. It sounds, like a, yeah. it sounds like a racist slur. <laughs> I actually don't know if it is or not. It could be. But I, I've definitely heard that as a kid. All right, Mike. So I was, I was strange in my... On? Yeah, here it is. It's It means a fool. All right, okay. But not of any but, um, nationality. Where does it come from? Well, I'm trying to... I'm trying to find where where it was derived from. Can't seem to find it. <laughs> Ning Nong etymology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Don't you love the internet? <laughs> oh, it just says unknown origin. Uh, can't. It doesn't seem to be clear. Mysterious. We should... Uh, we should... Oh, no, but there's this song called On the Ning Nang Nong by some comedian. Oh, but it's from the UK. Maybe, maybe mm. it's from that. Oh no! Anyway, so I wanted to play this clip. So we see that uh, I think it's Lenny is teaching Radis, Robbie is teaching Mixie, and then I was like, "Oh, who's going to teach Darren?" And then, to my surprise and delight, it's Keith, and then fake Kylie as well. Unfortunately, but we'll just skip past her lines. So I wanted to play the line clip because yeah, <laughs> L- what line? I think she only had what one. Mean? Oh, okay, yeah, I think she did as well. So I'll, I'll play this clip because I found it funny. On the page. No one can be this dumb. He must be banging it on. Mm, try again, Darren. John. Mm-hmm. Kitten. Yeah. Eat. Apples. Oh, what's that a picture of? A banana. Crikey, you idiot head. Don't you reckon that might be a clue? <laughs> so good. I cracked up laughing at that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that was actually the funniest part of the episode? I reckon one of was. them. I probably I yeah. There's, there were a lot of good bits in this episode. That was that was really good. Yeah, I thought that was one of my highlights. It made me like I was cracking up at that stage. <laughs> um, okay, so I think this bit opens, and now I'm not sure if it's because of the editing or whatever, because there was no ads. But I think there was a suggestion from Moddy that Moddy and Joe should go to the beach together. Did you guys pick up on that? No, I didn't hear that. Well, it, like this is what I'm saying. I actually think it's this this scene right here. Let's can I can I just like play it out? No. <laughs> oh no, sorry, that's the other stupid bit. It's just like right here. Don't tell me might be starting to get something. So the next bit. The beach. No way, cat. That's it. Oh yeah. So good pickup. Joe was looking at Monty. The beach. No way, cat. So I think she was propositioning him. That they should Ooh. go to the beach together. Well, she needs to wear that red bikini. Some, t- you know, she's got she's got <laughs> oh, one. God. We know she's got one. It's been shown on the show and in the Feral's Fantastic Fun book. 
That is so creepy. That is so creepy. That's nightmarish. Imagine if you go into your bedroom and on there is like the moddy doll in a bikini. <laughs> that would well, be so... Ugh. We know they've already locked lips, so the, you know, the next logical step is sex on the beach. What? <laughs> the drink, of course, right? Um, for, our, for, for our, you know, audience out there. Um, okay, so yeah, we have Moddy there's suggesting they go to the beach. Y- yeah, there's a drink called Sex on the Beach. <laughs> Is that a joke? Or? It wasn't okay. meant to stop you. Oh, no. Okay. So now we have the ferals pushing back on Joe because they're getting taught. So they're like, oh, screw you, Joe. We'll do whatever we want. Um, now, how, how did this happen? But we find out that the electricity bill is still there. Oh, that's right, because Joe was getting pissed off. Joe's getting pissed off that the ferals are pushing back on him. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to post this letter, and they're all panicking, and he can't find the letter, and he can only find the electricity bill. Then we figure out, okay, Robbie, who's blind, posted the wrong letter. Um, can just I, thinking, can like, I just it, ask? I don't know what's yeah, come yeah, on at this spot. Have they ever insinuated that Robbie has bad eyesight in any previous episode? <laughs> no. Okay. And you know, that's true. I didn't, I didn't like point that out, but that's so true. It's like, and I just kind of accepted it. It's like, okay, they're playing that she's like, you know, got sight issues now for no reason. I think I was still like thinking from the start of the episode that she's only wearing it because of the way it looks. Like, you know, how she looks, not sort of that she actually needs it. It must be yeah, it's it well must be established side by this stage. She can't read. It must be a side effect of her type two diabetes. <laughs> oh god. Um. So now, by yeah, the way, the, is Michael inspe- alive? Because yeah, I haven't heard him breathe. <gasps> yeah. There we go. <laughs> there we go. There we just go. Checking. He's just uh, listening to this insightful commentary. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> trying to remember things. So we have the inspector who's going to come. The letter has been sent back to them, and. It actually is the, from what I understand, what the New South Wales Board of Studies looks like. Like, Victoria was different, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's actually the Board of Studies uh, emblem and everything like that, which is a bit dodgy. Um, and they're going to test all the ferals, not just Radis, um, Mixie, and Darren. They're also going to test Moddy. So, what else do they find out? Oh, they find out that the test is going to be tomorrow, not in a month's time or three months' time. So, they're all freaking out. And they ask Robbie and Lenny if they can cheat, which is like, you know, very appropriate for the ferals. By the way, and they guilt trip Robbie in particular. At this stage, I thought it was still just a joke that maybe Robbie, for whatever mischievous reasons, pretended to post a letter and there wasn't going to be a real inspector. Because at this stage, I didn't think there was a school inspector. I thought the whole thing was just something Joe came up with to manipulate them into, into doing what he wanted them to. So Joe's this entire time, smart. like, well, I think yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. But I seriously did not think there was an actual school inspector. And then when this happened, I'm like, whoa! So there is an actual school inpec- inspector. That's nuts. Did, is this yeah. the part where they also mention the 1,432 questions? No, that's, <laughs> that's, coming, hour? that's coming, that's up. coming up. Okay, <laughs> you you love to jump in. <laughs> so at the end, right? Yeah, have what happens? <laughs> His third note. He's like, when is this note coming? No, I actually have a lot of notes on this episode. Heaps. (laughs) All right, post it in the chat. Like four. Okay, hang on. I will. (laughs) Anyway, anyway. (laughs) So, um, 
what they've arranged is that Darren is going to have a spy cam. Can can you describe how it looks, uh, Swinney? Spy cam? Uh, looks like Google Glass. <laughs> You're talking about all <laughs> exactly. these glasses? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I will say, they've set up the cameras and I believe... So Darren's got the camera on his glasses and the rest all have earpieces as well. Right? So all the ferals can <laughs> Looking hear... Looking at night, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, what's the... It's Moddy, like a mad, Moddy mad man, right? This episode, the- dot, 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 well cut. <laughs> it's like some fucking... He's what? like watching German gay porn or something. Oh, okay. I can see all these, <laughs> I can see well all these jokes coming up. I, I'm going to know where to leave space. Um, <laughs> no. No, I'll just say in the... So the, all the ferals had earpieces and... Darren yep. had the camera so that when he looks at the question, then they can say the answer through the earpiece. Now, that's actually a pretty cool idea. If it wasn't for the fact that it's, <laughs> you can see the big wires <laughs> coming from, from the feral's ears. It's like totally obvious. It is very obvious. Sorry, I'm so off track now because I'm like looking at Mike's notes. No, I'm hiding. <laughs> I'm hiding. He, I'm, I'm hiding. What's what he talking about? about? <laughs> There's what? one bit where he goes, and I'll read it and beep it later. It goes, Luke loves the cock. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> and then the next line says, John what? helps his mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did you write that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, anyway. God, you so, got yes, a lot of beeping but, to do in this episode. Yeah, I know, exactly. Thank God I learned my beeping skills. Um, yeah, it looks ridiculous. It looks so ridiculous how their their earpieces are coming out of the ear, and the spyglass, you know, camera looks crazy. So then we have this teacher come, and Joe's being an asshole. I actually like the way Joe was acting in this. I thought it was pretty so, funny. I, we need to clarify the teacher is the crazy teacher from Pat Rexo's dreams. So it's the same person, yeah. aka um what's her name? The person from The Weakest Link Lady. The Weakest Link Cornelia Francis. Cornelia. Cornelia Francis. Cornelia, Cornelia Francis. Which does sound like a teacher's name. Um and we see how we excited a- Joe is that she's coming. What was that Mike? No, I was gonna say we actually had a a, a temporary slash there was a teacher we had called Cornelia back in <laughs> in high school. Okay, I don't remember yeah. that. I've never heard of that in my life. No, there was. She probably wasn't hot enough for you guys to remember, but there was. <laughs> what? Anyway, it's very bizarre. Um, he's throwing me off, man. What are you doing? Um, yeah. So we have, and then uh, is it this point? It's this point, right, where Joe, um. He's like joking around, and then she was, she mentions how poorly written the the letter was, and she makes him do the test as well. So, so now was, we've got five people nice doing touch. the test. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought one thing I would say about this episode, I don't think there was any fat to it. You know, like everything kind of held together. The it only did. dubious thing was that Robbie all of a sudden can't see. Um, but apart from that, like everything kind of works well like they need the glasses because then they want to put the spy cam together you know Lenny's a bit of a freak so that explains why he's got a camera I don't know everything I thought thought held well likewise I thought it was really well well strung together okay can I just say Mike because I've had a spoiler on your notes Mm -hmm. can you please tell us how many questions were on the exam 
Well, see, I screwed up. There were actually 1,432. Now, to add to that, because I've been playing Destiny and there's all these little secret things and I'm in some sort of inspector mode slash tinfoil hat conspiracy theory mode, I thought there were, I thought initially I misheard and I thought you said 1,542. So I'm like, oh, what's that converted into Roman numerals? Oh, it's MDXLII. I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds like Modi mixed with Mixy mixed with. And then I, I, I realized <laughs> it wasn't. It was 1,432. So I like you nothing, came up with this really nothing. elaborate, super like hidden lore about the fact that the numbers equaled a mix between Modi and Mixy. Yes. Yet you got the number wrong. Cor- correct. <laughs> yeah, you do all this work. And it turned did out you, 1432 was nothing. It was just some, some the name of some band that's some girl band from X Factor that started in um, 2012, I think. And then they disbanded. They must have been fans re- of the show. Let's get them on the podcast. Yeah. But they changed their name, so I don't think it applies anymore. So 1432, there was nothing there? Well. Okay, let, 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 while, while you guys talk, I'll see if there's anything interesting that happened in 1432. I just, I like okay. how they said you have an hour to complete 1,432 questions. Bloody hell, yeah. that's a and, lot of questions. And, that's crazy. Well, as the budding mathematician that I am, that's about 2.5 seconds per question. <laughs> and I like <laughs> that ridiculous. the exam was so thick, you could kill someone with that block of paper. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um... Yeah, so they start the exam, and I find it amusing when they're actually um, they're answering the questions all at the same time. A little bit later, like in a few scenes later, we see them they answer the question because you know Lenny and Robbie see the questions on the screen, provide the answer through the earpiece, and then they all write the answer at the same time. It looks so dodgy. Like I, I've never <laughs> seen anything dodgier than that. Surely like, the teacher would be like, "What the hell's going on here?" Uh, I like how Mixie also says. Miss, haven't we seen you before? And I'm like, damn right, <laughs> yeah. Mixie, on the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's weird as well, right? So it's like they have a shared dream or vision of what Radis was talking about. It's a bit creepy. Yeah, it's yeah bit, but it's you know, like strange. it's like seeing the light bulb when someone has an idea and you go, oh, nice light <laughs> bulb, true. Joe, whatever. It's it's not meant to make sense. So. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, like, wh- do you remember the scene where Lenny gets the question wrong? About the whole I before E except after C thing? Yes. Because I had a note on it. What like, What was the purpose of that? It was so <laughs> a strange. Note. Another one of Mike's notes. Come on. Well, I, I, the only thing was just a joke that did the whole fourth wall thing where he turned to the camera and said, I knew that. Mm. Which I thought was quite cool. Yeah. But it was just strange, though. It was just like, why did they highlight that? I don't yeah. know. It, it was wasn't... Strange. Look, it wasn't it, it wasn't necessary, but it didn't feel contrived either. That makes sense. It didn't feel like it, it was mm. totally out of place yeah. or just shit the editing or something. It actually... It worked well. But they mm, did... They did also make efforts to show that Lenny was tired and he was kind of losing concentration. That's true. I think yeah. that was the point. That's true. So. The only... That's true. That, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. The one part that I don't quite... Well, two two things about this, which I think... Again, I hope I'm not skipping ahead. I think it, it happened just now. I think probably um, where, where she goes that... The, the teacher goes... Um, or Joe goes, oh, yeah, I sent the letter. And she goes, that letter had the worst spelling I've ever seen. I'm thinking, touche. 
because this this no, it must have happened <laughs> before. About? We've already we've yeah. already covered this. Ah, uh, I wasn't paying attention. I was too busy trying to look for fourteen thirty two. Ah, I was looking at fourteen thirty two, which by the way had nothing interesting happening in fourteen thirty two. No, no, but I'm saying, what was the Roman numerals for 1432? Um, hang on. It is M-C-D-X-X-X-I-I. McGixie. 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 All right, can I just say... Triple X-I-I. Can I just ask quickly, could you have Mixie? Like M-I-X-I? Um, is that a valid Roman numeral? Mm, I don't <laughs> anyway, actually know. What are you saying, Sweeney? You work it out. You work I don't it think out, you Mike. can. Go I don't on, think you can, on, no. Uh, in this scene, when the teacher <laughs> looks at Darren and says, those are some very unusual glasses, it just made me think yeah. that's the reaction that every single Google Glass owner gets from people on the street. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um... Do you think they'll ever return Google Glasses? Google Glass or whatever not, not in that form. I think that they'll probably start bundling them in with branded sunglasses, like Ray-Bans and stuff like that. Maybe not Ray-Bans, but, you know, some other kind of popular brand that's not super fashion. It's a bit more targeted at people that like to be uh, early adopters of technology. I guess they have to be just like you can't tell that there there's any glasses or like there's any computer part of it. But then the question then goes, you know, privacy issues. You don't know that you're being filmed. But you've know. got right? you've that's got just that a feature these, though. You've got that these days. People can get cameras and put them on their the straps of their bags. They can look at people through phones. Yet yeah, it looks hmm. like they're using their phone to send texts. Like I've got a camera and a pen. <laughs> Use it at work, yeah. No, it actually did stop working a day after I bought it, but <laughs> apparently, apparently, you're not supposed to use it in change rooms where there's too much moisture. Well, they could have freaking written that in the instruction book. Jeez. I just like how you God. you take it to work, you find every excuse to drop it on the floor. <laughs> actually, you've done that before, Mike. You you were what? filming and you uh. put it in your pocket. I, wait, oh, on I, your phone I, camera. Did you remember that? I did something. I was trying to uncover some journalistic <laughs> truths of some what? sort. Yeah. No, it wasn't anything pervy. I was actually trying to trying to do something. <laughs> for, for the greater no, good of humanity, I, just don't, says, I, don't, I do not It wasn't pervy. <laughs> Until you can tell me like what it was once. about, I'm going to assume that you're lying. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I remember recording something once, but I definitely... I would have remembered if it was anything dirty, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Because I would know, because most of the time it is. So, I'm pretty sure this one wasn't. And that makes no sense. Oh, God. So, anyway, the one part, going back to the episode, the one part I was going to say before I so rudely repeated what you guys already said, because I was going to say, Monkey Boy was saying, going back to the episode, you cut him off by saying, going back to the episode. I just do not pay any attention to what you guys are saying. The part that I did not get is how how come they can't write they can't read, however for some magical reason they're capable of writing. Now, do are there, hey, people, are there people who can write but can't read? I don't think you can do that. I, I at least I've never come across anyone that has the ability to write without being able to read. 
That's a pretty good Usually point. Usually you read first and then you write. Do you, know, do you know anyone who can't read? Full um, stop. I know someone, I can't mention any names, who is on the borderline of not being able to read. Yeah. Is it a language thing or is it a literacy thing? It's a literacy thing. Oh, okay. They can speak English perfectly fine. I mean, they're not the greatest at it, but they can speak it perfectly fine. Yet, they're not very, very good at writing. But, oh, wait. So, you said reading, but writing as well. No, no. So, so they can... No, sorry, they can... <laughs> apologies. They can speak well, but sorry, they're pretty sorry, bad at writing and then. reading. But the okay. point is, I've never seen anyone... I've never heard of anyone that that is capable of writing, yet not being able to read. Like, how can you write, write something and then go, I have no idea what I'm actually writing? <laughs> oh, actually, no, hang on. Write I take it back. I know one... I, I remember an example... I'm not going to mention any mm. any names or people, whatever. Let's just say I had these neighbors who would read these religious texts. <laughs> they were written okay. in Arabic. However, they okay. actually did not understand Arabic itself. They just knew how to pronounce the characters and how to write particular characters, but no idea of what the meaning behind the characters was, if that makes sense. So, say if I wrote the word awesome, I could write it, I knew what the characters were and how to pronounce the characters, but I would have no idea whatsoever what the word actually meant, which I thought was quite fascinating. So you don't know how, you don't know what words mean. So it's just so they did they had no reason? idea whatsoever what the actual words meant. No. Oh, yeah, but okay. it, I'm not certain. Is uh, is Arabic writing phonetic? I don't where know. There's a symbol for a character would, and a symbol for a character. I would imagine I'm it is because Japanese is like that. Yeah, Japanese is like that, right? Katakana. No. Yeah, correct. So you you no, could learn how to no, pronounce. No, wait, wait. Let me clarify. Japanese has two phonetics and then the the kanji. So what I'm saying is, yeah, from the kanji's experience. Not. I can understand and say, okay, that says that if it's in one of the kana languages, but I don't always know what it means. So it's not it's not mm. strange. It's but it's interesting. I don't know how it works with Arabic. So, hmm. so I guess Mike's point's wrong. That you because would you classify that as reading if you can just say the words? But you don't know what they mean? That's not really reading, is it? Mm, well, does reading require comprehension? You know, I... I think so. Sometimes I read <laughs> I things and I just have no idea test, what right? I just read. It's like, whoo, yeah, there's some words. I just read some words. No <laughs> idea what that's I think this, think this conversation's gone nowhere. Let's go back to the exam. Yeah, exactly. So, so we have we have the wiring conveniently sort of sticking out of the, the carpeting. I think they put carpet over the wires to try to conceal it. And the teacher's walking around and she conveniently disconnects the wires. So now Lenny can't see what the ferals are seeing. And I don't think he can talk to them either. Is that no. right? No, it seems like no. all communication So that means that the one wire serves cut. video and audio back in 95. And it was a very thin wire. I think that's oh. even more advanced than what we have today. <laughs> <laughs> in this in this scene as well is Just that when they realised and they went to look out the window, we got a great ass shot of Lenny. Really? I don't remember that. Actually, it, wasn't it was Lenny. both of them. It was both of them, but I'm expecting you guys to. Oh, it was it Robbie, Robbie as well? <laughs> oh no, I didn't even. Oh, I remember that. I wasn't going to say anything. I don't want to be a perv. So you again. just you completely no sold my joke. You're like, nah, I'm not even going to say. Oh, you noticed Lenny, but not Robbie. You're an asshole, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I don't want to make jokes about you being gay anymore. Like, we get it. It's fine. We can move on now. Oh, I think I just know. 
I think while you guys were distracted by Robbie's butt, mm. I think you can actually well, sorry, see the, I was distracted the microphone, by Robbie's the boom mic he was in this distracted. scene. Really? Oh, you can see the boom mic. God, I didn't. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I was totally distracted. Oh, yeah, you can. You can see the boom mic. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so excited. In your pants, or just I get so excited when I see boom mics in shows. I was just going to say they knew that nobody would notice that boom mic except you, monkey boy. So <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So what what we, what has to happen is that Robbie has to go out, reconnect the wires, but the ferals have to provide a distraction. Um, I thought it was pretty funny at the start, and then it got pretty annoying. Like we know yeah. when Monty is pretending that she's sick, that the questions are making her feel ill. I liked it um, because Robbie does her best solid snake impersonation where she kind of <laughs> shuffles along with her back against the wall and then, like, rather than knocking on the wall, she, like, goes cuckoo or, like, goes hey or something like that. So, <laughs> to get yeah, that's attention. To you, get just, attention. you just missed the, um, what was it? The box, the cardboard box. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And I like how like that. when they when they were distracting the teacher by saying oh, I'm sick or whatnot, and then Robbie manages to f- quickly fix it after getting stepped on uh, her hand, yeah. is that <laughs> they're all ha- they're all good again, and Roddy says it must have been feral fever, which only lasts sixty seconds, which I thought was actually <laughs> yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> which was the setup that they've got six minutes to go, and now they've only got five minutes. Five minutes to do three hundred questions. Mike That's the first thing I was thinking of. Mike would know something about it only lasting 60 seconds. 60 seconds, please. <laughs> that would be awesome if I could last Six that seconds. long. Six seconds. <laughs> um, I was just thinking, and I don't know, maybe taking too many exams. This is terrible test-taking strategy. Leaving 300 questions for five minutes to go. That's crazy. Kind That's of, less than a second a question. I think it's a little crazy doing 1,432 questions in one hour as well. Just putting it True, out but you know, you can't you can't leave three hundred questions sitting there. You're gonna fail for sure if you do that. You're Fair. gonna fail for sure if um, you have an exam that's got one thousand four hundred and thirty two questions in one hour. <laughs> Stop being so logical, Mike. You ruined the <laughs> Unless every question was a yes and no You're and you could just mood. randomly. <laughs> um, it did look like they were writing answers, which makes it impossible. Correct. Absolutely crazy. Um, okay, so then the test is over. And, you know, this is the scene where we really see them all answering the questions at the same time just before the buzzer goes. And Joe, of course, he's the one person that's still trying to write after the test is actually finished. Do you guys like remember that ad? I'm going to have to look it up and what post it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you guys I, remember oh, that, that ad? I'm going to say. That, yeah, that, that one. Ad. That's the one. How cool like is that? Oh, I actually do know what you're it. talking about, I reckon. See, Luke knows. Luke knows it. Can I say it? Say it. It's the ad where, you know, the person's writing at the end... And they're all like being assholes, and the teacher's like, "Oh, you got to stop! You got to stop!" And then the kid like slips his exam in the middle of all the rest of them, y- yep, so he doesn't know which one, one is his. Well, well, the, the yeah. full setup is that it's a big exam room, and this guy gets one of those little lotto scratchies, and he starts like trying to scratch away the the, the metallic stuff that covers the the winning numbers. And then the teacher's like, okay, that's it, finish time. And he's still sitting there scratching while everyone leaves. And then he looks up and goes, oh, shit, there's no one here. And he takes his paper, goes to the front, and the teacher goes, sorry, too late. And then the guy goes, do you know who I am? And the teacher goes, no, no idea. And he goes, good. <laughs> and he shoves it in between the, the pile of shit, the exams, and just walks off. So that was pretty cool. It's an awesome ad. I 
I felt like I just listened to a, a movie. Yeah. It wasn't, that. That it, it wasn't like quite a movie. Hour. It was about half an episode of a series, but and it had dragons and shit at the end. It was awesome. <laughs> what what I like is you, you remember more details about an ad that you watched like 10 years ago than you do of episodes that you watched of half the- an hour before we record <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating you're, insight into your mind. You're like, oh, what did, uh, what did Pat's Ratso's character say? <laughs> It's like, I don't know, but I know what some random ad about an exam from, like, a decade ago says. And the setup was perfect. Like, you, you said all the critical bits, and you didn't really have much fat to what you were saying. Very interesting. Maybe if we record the podcast in 10 years from now, you'd, you'd just have all these insights Quite into possibly, the episodes. Yeah. You, could, you could just this do it by what I think. Solo, solo did you notice remake. the... Did you notice the boom in the top right of the frame? Anyway, I'm gonna um, hang on. I'm actually so just gonna link you guys if you want to put put it in the post notes. There it is. That's the <laughs> post notes. Yes. And also, I I put a link for for Elbiris's um, microphone penis thing. What? It's, <laughs> a, it's a spot quiz. It's a <laughs> click on it. Click on it and, and riddle me this: Is that a microphone or is that his long black schlong? <laughs> I'm God. lost. I'm so lost. <laughs> it's that Edred. It. What's his name? Edred Elba. Uh, the next James Bond. The next James Bond. That's right. Oh, he would make a good James Elba. Bond. Guys, Luther. Luther. <laughs> Surely that's a microphone, duh. Right? It is. He confirmed. It is. Well, surely, I don't know, look at the guy It's far too small to know. be anything but a microphone <laughs> Is that a guy or a girl on the left? That's a girl, yeah no, That's a girl That's a girl, that's a girl right, man, checking. what are you talking no, about? See, see, well, it's hard to right. Is that a guy or a girl? Face. It could just be a very feminine looking guy I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Look at the hips, man Yeah, that's true, but I, I don't, hey I don't like to make assumptions these days, man. I've seen some really skinny dudes in women's jeans. So. That's true. Hey, see, just, that, just quickly go look at... Was that at, before at... or after your trip to the Philippines? <laughs> it was in, in the middle of it. <laughs> if you carefully look at Elba's um, left foot, you'll, you'll see right at the bottom how it snakes around and goes all the way down. <laughs> This about anyway. Don't I don't know highlight. why this this reminds me of the photoshopped image of Shaq and his girlfriend, <laughs> where it's not actually photoshopped, but it looks like it is because she's like half his size, aka the walking blowjob. <laughs> well, it's, it's like it's <laughs> this, like that picture right, of that hamster on, trying to eat that banana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was funny. <laughs> anyway, we're way off track here. So, so now we've got the exam results. They've come in. Yeah, and and Robbie's going to read them one by one. Moddy passed, Radis passed, and wicked. did you guys notice that he said wicked? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was so nineties, man. No one would say wicked these days. Wicked man. Uh, what I didn't get is that they're getting different results. So Mickey yeah, got exactly. a credit. I noted that too. And Darren yeah. got a high distinction. How does that Darren, work? Darren got a HD. I love it. <laughs> they all have the same answers. They're all right. Yeah, it makes they're sense. They're all writing the same answers. No, to me, uh, that what that told me is that Darren wasn't actually uh, writing the right stuff, but f- because Lenny wasn't getting everything correct, that for whatever reason, Darren's wrong answers, were, as in different answers, were correct. So. Either that mm, or, or it's like, you know when we went to school and they had that program for disadvantaged schools 
where regardless yeah. of like how well you did, you'd still get to get into a uni course. Maybe it's like yeah. that. Or maybe it's like the subjects where if you did if you did specialist maths, it gets propped up even if you sucked at it compared to say doing, I don't know, graphic yeah, but design. They're all doing the same test. What are you talking about? No, no, but what I'm trying to point out is because he's the dumbest <laughs> of them all, he gets extra credit just because he's so dumb. <laughs> what? Okay. Where, where, oh, where oh what? Because all of a sudden a school inspector makes sense, but my theory doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It might make sense. I guess you've got homeschooled kids. How do they get um, degrees and, you know, how do they get their high school diplomas? Uh, their parents cut it out of... A, they, they fish it out of um, a packet of cereal. I don't know. I wasn't fish homeschooled. Out of a pack of cereal? What? My <laughs> dad did not teach me many of... things. <laughs> I lived on you. <laughs> he said, Michael, let me All tell right, you so something. The you list, must learn things for yourself. The list also The list also just has the people who passed and we noticed that Joe isn't on the list, so he therefore has failed and has to go back to school. Do you guys remember the the absolutely lame pun that Modi said? No. Unfortunately, it was, it was not. So, I had to watch it again. It was Joe Dumbbell King. I'm like, I don't even get it. Like, get it. Oh, Dumbbell. Dumbbell. Oh, because, I, re- I remember that, but I didn't click it. Oh, do you think it's because, obviously, dumb makes sense, but that people who used to lift weights, as in dumbbells, were considered to be dumb? Because that's all they did? <laughs> do you think that's, that's the link? Is it a stretch? Well, yeah, but... I don't understand why it's Joe Dumbbell King. Like, Dumbbell King? Or, I don't know. I don't get it. Because he spends it's too much time at the... No, see, it's, he doesn't even go to the gym. Uh, does he it? doesn't it's not even implied that he does. <laughs> does yeah. I like... Well, I like he was the a fitness instructor, so... True. Yeah. I like that the ferals say, let's party, and they just start shimmying mm. side to side. As they I walk. know. It's really weird. Swaying. It looks super weird, doesn't it? That was super weird. I don't know. It was just... I, I thought the same as you. I it thought it was like start, you start doing a conga line or something. <laughs> it's true, and in, like the, in true form, the, they're, they're like the human centipede combo. <laughs> you idiot! Um, well, they do have stuff up their ass, so it's probably not too far from it. Um, anyway, so we we in true form, the ferals are pricks, and they were meant to study. So they were meant. Robbie and Lenny, which we didn't say this, Robbie and Lenny cheated, but only on the proviso that they will keep studying. And then as soon as they got the results that they passed, they're like, oh, no, screw you guys. We're not going to study anymore. And then, obviously, we have Robbie and Lenny are like, oh, no, we're going to, you know, we're going to spill the beans if you don't, you know. So, again, extortion. So, they have to study or else they're going to tell them that they cheated. So uh, and then that was Lenny, the end. Suddenly, Lenny and Robbie are nice again. Like, what's going on? Joe's back to his douchey self and Lenny and it's Robbie true. are kind of back to kind helping of them out yeah. in the first a few episodes. Yeah, it's so. true. It's very strange. Yeah, I noticed that as well. That like all of a sudden they're nice, but why? Anyway, um, so I guess the the end of the show shows that they find out what happens in the last page of the murder mystery. Let's say they find out who the killer is, and they don't reveal it to anyone. But as if you care, because you you know you know nothing about this book. Yeah, I know. It's a very strange thing. It could have said it was Mike, um, and for a week, no, Mike was the, <laughs> exactly. the story. We wouldn't know. Well, dun, dun, exactly. They could have said, oh, it's the driver. It's like, well, who do, Who cares? They should have ruined a classic book. Anyway. Um, 
So, do you want to jump into reviews? Yes. Ratings? <laughs> jump yeah. into review of the episode. All right, cool. Let's um, jump to I'll start. I gave it a seven, but probably a strong seven. I, I laughed a lot in this episode. I thought it was pretty well written, pretty tight, and funny. All you want from an episode. So, how about you, Swinney? I give this episode an eight. I thought Ooh. it was a very good episode. It had a couple of moments that really made me laugh, and it was just... It had probably... I still like Mavis, but I'd say um, The Teacher was probably the second best cameo so far. So, yeah, I agree it was a really that. strong episode. Yep. How about you, Mike? I reckon 10. I loved it. Whoa. Dare I say it was okay. my favourite episode so Whoa. far. Oh, really? I thought it was really well written. I thought the acting was great. The puppeteering was great. Things, besides, as you said, the whole point about Robbie all of a sudden being blind. Either we missed something in previous episodes or just, you know, it was just introduced as a trigger point. Everything just fits. It was, it was just really well made. Um, music was great. Sorry, I had a feeling that you were going to rate it 10, but then you knocked it down a point because you thought the, uh, you didn't realize that the exam had 1,432 questions and it ruined your bit. <laughs> Alright, well that was a very well received episode. So, join us next week for episode 8 of season 2, Rich and Infamous. Infamous. Mm. Um, but for now, it's bye. Adios. Bye. Very questioning bye. <laughs> right, so bye. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao. Sorry, Ron, Ron Burgundy. Happy la finestra. <laughs> Goodbye. Hasta la vista. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> is this wrong Burgundy? <laughs> Wait, is this, is this still officially part of the podcast? Because we're going to end it. I don't know. This is it. After uh. show. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection. The lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.